I went to a school surrounded by farm fields. Diabetes. Oh yeah, that's loud. There we go. <laughs> that okay. one's loud. All right, what are we drinking? And before I forget, this is Adam. Uh, this is Josh. Welcome to Manandro. Uh, what flavor are we drinking? Um, Dead Space Plasma Energy G, G Fuel. Okay. This time around, uh, I tasted the the powder kind of, and it tastes really familiar. Kids, he snorted it. Don't listen to him. He did some lines. He asked me if I wanted to do some too, and I said no. This stuff smells super familiar it, too, dude. I, I can't think of it as smell. I mean, like it's so familiar. I, I mean, it's it's supposed to be strawberry candy, but it it smells specifically like. Dude, this is like, really good. I might have to buy this one next time if it's part of the buy one get one free sale. This is good. Yeah, I like it. I like this one. I like the smell and I like the taste of it, dude. There was one that I have like the ta- it tastes so good, but like the smell is just like lark. It's not my favorite, but I definitely like it. I like this one. But it, the 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 taste of the stuff is very familiar. I don't know why. I, I can't think of it. We're old. We, or, our I mean, brains the, are not working. The, right. the smell of it is very familiar. The For, taste is different. The taste is different. It's kind of it's sweet, but it's also kind of like sour at the same time. It has a, a hint of being sour. Yeah, just a hint. Yep. I have been listening to nothing but like podcasts talking about like the what's going on with Overwatch Two. And why the PVE situation crashed and burned. And apparently a big part of it is the Overwatch League. Money. Oh. They're spending so much money on that. And it's not working. You mean they're not getting the viewers that they need? I don't think they're getting the viewers. I think they put a lot of money into like going to have an open stadiums and stuff like that. And I think people's appeal of the game has kind of dried up. It's bad. Because most people are playing other games. Yeah, so I mean, like, I would really like to talk about games that really just push the esports huh for us and i mean like i can get right into this csgo csgo is i think is one of the biggest things that helped push esports to what it is wasn't it the thing that started it i think it was like competitive competitive csgo was around oh yeah but i mean like early 2000s but i mean csgo came out when i mean I'm i'm trying to remember when exactly csgo came out but well i'm i'm thinking counter strike in general yeah like, because CSGO is a different thing than Counter-Strike. We went through this a couple of episodes ago. Oh, yeah. But no, like, I just can't get over that. Just, like, seeing people, watching videos and seeing people play. They're, that stadium is packed. And, yeah. And graphically, it's not that impressive. But, like, with its engine that it has for, like, physics, it is. Especially with the new updates that they have uh, going on. Right. You know, it, with the smoke effect. And everything. Oh, oh yeah was that the game that they were talking about volumetric smoke or whatever yes it's actually played it on the pc over here yeah. on my new pc mm. and shooting through the smoke is pretty impressive it's cool huh we were goofing off just throwing the smoke grenade just to see what it would do yeah. and it's 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 awesome it changed the game like huh. the effect of like how the smoke works now does affect and change will change things in my uh, opinion interesting i i i genuinely don't mind watching this the Counter-Strike League kind of situation, or CSGO League, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's entertaining. I mean, I think Valve... Valve has made a game that, even graphically and stuff like that, it's still on the top tier for people watching for eSports, in my hmm. opinion. 
especially for competing too. Did TF2 just kind of completely disappear from esports? Was it even ever a part of it? Team Fortress 2, actually, many of the Overwatch Pro players, when the, the, when Overwatch 1 first came out, a lot of them got their names and fame from Team Fortress 2. So Team Fortress 2 was considered competitive. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. And I can tell you right now, um, Andrew and me talked about this and several people that I know who have competed in tournaments for like... Um, or actually met people from the Overwatch League. Mm-hmm. And needless to say, when Overwatch 1 was having its ups and downs with the League situation, a lot of players were just like, if they told me that there was going to be a new update for Team Fortress 2 and they were gonna, Valve was going to push it for being a big, huge esports again, I would go back to it in a heartbeat. When was the first... Well, the first Team Fortress was a mod, right? Yeah, the first Team Fortress was actually like like a serious shooter situation. Yeah, wasn't it? This one became more cartoon. Wasn't it a mod? Was Team Fortress a mod for Counter-Strike or for Half-Life 1? I don't remember. I think it was for Half-Life 1. Oh. I think it was Half-Life 1, I think. Because I'm just wondering, Team Fortress 2, I mean, there's the whole thing with Valve can't count to 3, but like Team Fortress 2 came out in 2007. It's 2023. Like, what the hell? Give us a third one. (laughs) They don't need to. I, oh, sad, no, you don't the, think so? The sad freaking truth is, is as long as they can keep updating you know, CSGO and all, and a few other things, and with the, with them controlling Steam and the Steam Deck and all this stuff, I mean, if they did, if they made a new game, I think it would be like people would be jumping So up. you think the only reason that they don't make a new game is because they make their money mainly from game sales on yes, Steam and that's they correct. don't have a need? They don't have a need anymore. Ah. That's stupid. <laughs> I because remember, like Steam was being pushed originally with like the whole tire thing with um, Half Life situation. Half Life Two and CS:GO. Half Life Two required Steam activation. Exactly, and then CS:GO situation with that being on there, free to play. They're like, hmm. oh yeah, our game's gonna be free to play on this situation. And I mean, watching people go to Steam was impressive. You know, like it was like, everyone. I had to. I was forced into it because I bought a hard copy of Half Life Two at well, GameStop. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like, I mean, so many people were just hesitant to like i don't i don't want to you know do digital sometimes but even if you bought a disc it's still required it required you to activate through the internet and i had uh less than dial up 28.8 kbs connection or 26.4 yeah but it it wouldn't connect because it was so slow that it wouldn't activate so i literally just like try to take the half-life disc back to gamestop to return it or eb games at the time yeah they said no yeah They, they wouldn't let me return it no they're just like we can't because you tried to activate, which means it's junk. No, my favorite thing. I, that's not, a, not true. Yeah, I know, bullshit, but like, but I think still. Steam. You can say what you want about Valve, but Steam saved PC gaming. Well, yeah, they did. Sure, yeah. with the whole entire code situation with games and something like that, you only had like a, a certain amount of attempts, and if something happened, you know, it was done. That disc was useless essentially. You know, Steam mm. saved it. Cause remember that was the one time that someone was making fun of like Bioshock. There was a problem, and it's like, oh, I do remember something about that. He's like, and after your third try, if it fails, congratulations, your game is fucked. You yeah. know, you have no game now. Congratulations. I do remember that. Yeah. My biggest hurdle with non-Steam games was always Diablo 2 because I would run into hackers and they would steal my CD key. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had like four copies of Diablo, the original Diablo 2 back mm-hmm. in the day. No, you're 100. I because. So many things were happening when the consoles were getting more powerful and stuff like that. Everyone was just like, do I need my PC anymore kind of a situation? Yeah. Because, I, of, because again, CSGO and everything like that, there were so many people were still playing competitively on the PC. 
Sure. If it wasn't for Halo, which again, say what you want about 343 Studios now, Halo is what pushed the console. Yeah. Co- you know, competitive. Especially, especially Halo 2. Oh, especially Halo 2. 100% Halo 2 pushed that medium. Yeah. Because I mean... I remember when Halo was part of the MLG League. I remember getting all my swag there when I was competing in like the minor tournaments and stuff like that. Um, well, I mean, then it was. Uh, I remember meeting Mickwin and all of them and stuff like that. Which Mickwin, Mickwin and Lethal are from Michigan, and I met them like even before that, like in just minor, just talking around, playing with friends, going to colleges for Halo tournaments and stuff like that. Hmm. And that's how I got to meet a few people was just knowing them from the vicinity of being in this. You know, this state of traveling around and meeting people. Hmm. Like, Lethal's not, is a nice guy. Mickwin's a really nice guy. I don't know yet, e- either of them. Oh, no, no. They're, they're both competitive Halo shooters. What was that one dude's name? Lethality? Lethal, Lethal Wanty or whatever the heck? He was like a really big uh, FPS competitive, not streamer. He was just a big tournament guy. I don't know. I think his name was Le- Lethality or okay. something like that. Yeah, because I mean, like, Walsh, you know, them, the OG people from Halo 1, like Ogre 1 and Ogre 2, the twins. I remember them, they were being tournaments. Wait, there's an Ogre 1 and Ogre 2? They're twins. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're twins. Um, Ogre That's, 2. I was wondering why the hell you always called that guy Ogre 2. The one thing I will say this Whatever right now. Whatever happened to the first say, guy? You never talk about Ogre 1. He he stopped after, like, I think Halo 3. Oh, okay. He stopped. I think it was Halo 3 or Halo Reach. I think he stopped playing. Ah. Oh, his brother, who goes by Ogre 2, yes, he can, he competed all he, the way up to Halo 5. Well, he's the, he's the one that you said was, like, the oldest, one of the oldest gaming in, uh, competitors. In, in Halo 5, he was the oldest. He was 31 at the time. Damn. And back, knowing that, it's kind of insane. There was one that was like in his 30s for the Houston Outlaws. He mm-hmm. was the second tank. He was playing D.Va constantly. He was the oldest one in the Overwatch League. Then he was 30-something? You don't know his name? I, think his, his I don't remember his name now, but he was 30. Oh. I think he was 29 or 30. Damn, so basically what you're telling me is if I ever wanted to go pro with FPS games, I would be fucked. When I was competing and I was like, I think I was 27 at the time when I was still went to a college tournament and everyone just looked like, ha, you're an old man. I'm like, I'm 27, you assholes. But, well, yeah, but if you look at those Twitch streaming oh, yeah. uh, competitive events, all those Asians are like 18. Oh, no, like the, the, ag- the average age of like pro players can you be a pro p- player if you're under the age of 18 you can be for certain games say overwatch since we're talking about overwatch. um one person or halo w- one person was he was signed on i can't remember his freaking name now he went to valorant and he kind of broke his contract for the, the san francisco shock hmm. i can't think of his name right now he was known for playing his tracer and, how, how, and playing zoria he? he he got seen at 16 and oh, okay. he was, I think it was 16 or 17. He got picked up by the shock and they were willing to pay for him to be benched until he turned 18. Oh. And he on Sinatra, Sinatra, that's his name, Sinatra. He was known for like his Tracer playing, his Zarya play, and he got to play for Team USA. Oh, okay. And his is Zarya. He, is, his, is he uh, from the US or is he yo, Asian? He's from the US. Oh. Yeah, he's from the US. That was just. Um, but like he was one of the biggest reasons why like our Team USA won, huh? In the Overwatch like World Cup situation because, because Frank Sinatra played Overwatch exactly. Frank Sinatra <laughs> played Overwatch. No, but just watching people like all the time like FPS shooters are only for PC. Adam, 
you know, like this Halo game's not going to take you can, off. Yeah, but you can do shit with the keyboard and mouse. I've been saying this ever since we started podcasting. Keyboard and mouse is better for shooters. Oh, yeah, especially also for Word Excel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, but... You, you, I'm sorry, I had to throw that out there. You, I'm that's, sorry, that's always I had the, to. That's always the argument, but you can't... You, no, you can't deny that if you're you, playing against a PC person, most of the time you're, you're probably going to your lose. You know, you're going to lose. Sorry, you are going to lose against a mouse and keyboard player. If you guys are just both in the heightened it, it, skills, it, yeah, like exactly. of elite players, the PC person is going to win. Right. Especially if he has his keys mapped out and he has every sensitivity just adjusted perfectly, you're going to get smoked. It's the end. I'm right. sorry. I'm not going to denounce it. Don't get me wrong. Yes, we have. You have. Oh, you know, help with the aim thing situation when it comes to controller. Yes, and the, but does it will it break the game per se? No, not in a competitive moment, in my opinion. Because I've seen people with PlayStation Four controllers in Destiny tournaments go up against PC users and just get smoked. Get the, the, smoked. The PC people get smoked. Oh no, 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 the PC people smoke them because oh. like there was talks about like certain things for Destiny. When like th- there was a league that was like really popping for D one, sure. Um, SMGs were gods here on the PC with mouse and keyboard because you were able to control the recoil f- easier with a mouse and keyboard than it was a controller. Huh? What was that for? You had a weird, I'm, just, like, I'm, ju- I'm just saving. Oh, okay. Because like, it was a weird look. We're recording in Audacity like, today, so the thing doesn't crash. Yeah, on exactly. Us. It keeps crashing. If you remember the last episode, we cut out. A lot, like at the end of it, the, like uh, forty-five uh, minutes. Yeah, yeah, forty-five minutes. Yeah, we cut out a ton because of the whole thing just crashed. Yeah. Anyway, but no, but just how watching Halo started out with so many people of us just like driving just to see these people play, going to these like tournaments from like game stores or colleges, and then seeing Halo Two just pop off. Is there a place where I can watch? Is it called the Tester? Hmm. That that weird show that you and I I brought it up on the podcast a couple times with Ego Raptor. He got he got voted off in, in episode three of some game show we were watching. Oh, it was Is that it the what, Tester. I don't know. That was from no, it wasn't Tester. It was like the Ultimate Gamer. Is there? Do you think they have episodes of that on YouTube? Yes. I wonder if I could rewatch all that stuff. That. Is all that stuff is still on YouTube? Yes. That was was really funny. That was on Sci Fi Channel. Oh, not not G Four TV or Tech TV or what it was. It was on the Sci-Fi Channel. They had two seasons. Do they have the G4 episodes archived someplace yes, to watch? Yes, on YouTube, yeah. Interesting. The I'm old ones, I watched the old ones still because, like, watching Adam Sessler before he went mad. It turned into a seal. And turned into a douchebag um, oh. is, like, it's sad. Yeah. Because I generally used to get home from work and watch him repeatedly and enjoy the episodes, not realizing that, wow, he's going to grow up to be a gigantic a-hole. Yeah. And bash the very people that like were his fans. And no, ba- bash politics because that's what oh I remember him doing yes, on he Twitter. Does. But no, I I loved how Halo started out, and then watch it grow, and then when Halo Three came out and Halo Reach came out, oh my god, dude, it was packed. People were constantly going to these things to watch these pro players. See, I wasn't paying attention at that time because I'm pretty sure when those games released, I wasn't really connected to the internet yet. Like in terms of of cable. Me and my one friend that I used to talk to in Essexville, we all pitched in, put gas money in. My friend drove in his 1989 Honda to go see some of these tournaments Hmm. and meet these people. Like I want, I'm like, I just remember like seeing. When you go to watch one of those tournaments, do you have to pay for your seat? Yes. Oh. Yes. 
Yes. I didn't, I didn't know if it was free because mm-hmm. like walk in or whatever. No, no, it wasn't like that. I mean, when you went to colleges and stuff like that, like as long as you paid to play the games, you know, like be part of these situations, which a lot of my friends used to do, like the Left for Dead tournaments and stuff like that, which was really fun. They had Left for Dead tournaments. How the yeah, hell does that work? Yeah, at Central Michigan, it was. It had multiple rounds and it had like I think a couple maps. And what would yeah. happen is. It would be kind of like the same thing for Overwatch if we, when you do the push to payload thing, how far you got in points wise. And so let's just say That's I'm... That's a mode? In, in de- no, in, no, 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 no. Oh. But it would treat it like that for progression. Okay. How far did you get? How many people oh, died okay. in situations? Sure, that makes sense. But yeah, it, it, it t- would tally up the things, but it would pretty much like how did you make it farther? Sure. If you both made the same distance, then it went by time and points situation. Huh. And my one friend was like legit good. My friend hmm. Nick was like really good. My friend Jesse's older brother was really good at Left 4 Dead. I watched them play the one time. They asked like, "Our buddy quit. Do you want to just play with us?" I'm like, "I, I, I use a controller." He just goes, "I don't give a shit. I just want to play." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." We actually came in third. Oh, at the I thought, thought you were gonna say something like, "I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna carry your ass anyway." <laughs> Oh, pretty much my friend Gabe. Yes, he did. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. Yeah. Gabe was like legit top tier. He helped us remember beat the hardest difficulty mode on um, Left 4 Dead. Huh. When we used to play with him, he showed us all the neat tips and tricks to what to, what to do. So how do they determine which maps you played? I don't remember. I think it was randomized and stuff like that. Oh. And what would happen is this then, okay, one side starts out as the humans. The other side starts as the monsters, you know, the zombies. Inf- infected? What were they called? They were just like, I don't, I think they were infected. Okay. But no, but they were the zombies pretty yeah, much still. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Bo- and what, boomer, yeah, hunter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Stuff. And then you would go through that mode and then it would switch sides. Oh, okay. And then it was like, okay, who, oh, congratulations, to Adam, your team won. Then go to the next. So what is it? Like best of three yes, or something? Best okay. of three. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm because I can tell you right now, one of the pro players from Overwatch League, I met him because my little cousin went to college with him. Hmm. And he's from Midland. Fact and fiction. That's, that's what he goes by. That's what he fact, goes. By. Yeah. He played fiction. for the, the Valorant. Oh, he played tank and he also played in the Overwatch World Cup. If I remember correctly, I'm just imagining that guy's like a gigantic douchebag being like every time he wins, he just walks up to his opponent. That's a fact. The funniest <laughs> just, thing just... of all is I actually got to watch Walshy actually spit gum on someone in the old Halo League. Why was he mad at them? Dude, there was so much. I'm going to tell you this right now. What you can do now and what we were doing back then for trash talk, you cannot do anymore. Well, I mean, you were talking about the, the your pink shirt days where oh, you were yeah. trying to act gay towards people. I didn't just act. To freak them out. They called me gay. They called me a the stern F word. So what you're saying is they started it and you just kind of escalated things. Yes, exactly. Oh. I stirred that pot and I added gasoline to that fire. Yeah. And I'm okay because I won. Uh. And that's all that matters to me. Suck it, Ohio frat, whatever douchebag club. Huh. Yeah, but I just watching all those like tournaments. Wait, so there's a good question. What years did you go through uh, college? Oh, back um 2005 all the way up to 2009. Well, you went to Delta though, so you yeah. wouldn't actually work. I'm just thinking, um, were you ever part of a frat that was in an esport? No. Okay. No, I I because Delta doesn't have an on campus thing, do they? No, they used to have a campus. Oh. area but then um Saginaw valley made their own campus area and that's what happened i'm talking like live on campus yeah no no delta used to have one. Oh, they tore it down we used to use it for um they tore it down way before i 
got to college there. Oh, okay. It, we used it for mock crime scenes for my law classes. Huh. We used it for building searches. Oh. After a while, we couldn't stop. We couldn't Wait, use it. Wait, so was it abandoned? Yeah. Okay. It literally was like the shower room looked like the Saw or the the first Saw <laughs> movie was made. I'm not lying, listeners. That, that's funny. It, that, that's one time gross. we were we had to do like practice building searches. Well, we're on this rat right now for this crap. But um, there was a part where like the lights started flickering and like the tiles were falling apart because it wasn't being upkept. Mm-hmm. And I just paused for a second as we were doing this, and I'm just like, this looks like Saw. Yeah. And because we used it for a mock crime scene and we had like fake splatter blood everywhere. And he, my, my teacher just goes, damn, it does. Oh, that'd be funny if you would have, I was hoping you would have said your teacher turned around and said, you want to play a game? <laughs> I'd be getting the fuck out of there. No, but no, like it, it, when Delta did that, because Delta actually did have tournaments. Oh, okay. While we're on this rant about well, yeah, uh, my college. I always bring that up all the time. It's like my, I work at a high school, the my high school has tournaments. Yes, for, for your East, high, my your high school, school has, has an esports, an e-sports team. Yeah. Yes. They don't they don't have tournaments. They have an esports team. Oh, you nuts. I remember one time I went for college and I was competing in Halo and everyone made fun of me. They're like, why are you doing that? Well, I mean, everybody our age says the same thing. But times have changed in the last 10 years. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, it was a joke. I mean, like, the most money I've ever, like, won all together was $500. One time playing, I won more than that, but like five hundred dollars was the most. Mm. I mean, hey, that's nothing to scoff. No, at. it's not. I paid for my co- help me pay for my college books. Sure, but I mean, Halo, like it or not, especially with the situation going on right now, which is really sad. After Halo Five and Halo Infinite, seeing the how big their area it is now mm. for them competing in their tournaments, it's very sad. Hmm. It's sad. There was literally like the newest tournament, the area that they were like um, their station at. I think it was in um, Seattle, if I'm correct. Mm. It looked like a like those indie ground, like um, indie band bars kind of situation where it can fit a crap ton of people in it, but it's small. So like a dive bar. Yeah, it's like a dive bar. Yeah, but for like indie music wise for crowds, like huh. it, it reminded me of that, and it kind of makes me sad. Because it used to, they used to have huge crowds, especially when the Halo Anniversary Edition came out. I remember going for Gamers Forgiving in Ann Arbor to Was watch that. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, I think so. I remember going there, driving in crappy weather in, to Ann Arbor to watch them play. I, I'm just surprised. Well, I mean, I don't know. You were probably like knee deep in college stuff, but like, I'm surprised none of the like Unreal Tournament stuff was even bigger. There, I wasn't following it back there then. There was a huge Unreal Tournament situation, but again, I was never into PC gaming because I never had the money to pay oh, that's, that's for the true. PC, nor did I have internet ability. Yeah. Again, I where I'm from is known as the Corn Chuckers. Our mascot for Auburn is corn. I went to a school surrounded by farm fields. Hmm. I didn't get internet, proper internet, until like I was like 19 or 20. I mean, I didn't have proper internet until 2007. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I always had ago. a console. I always had like the N64, the PlayStation 2 situation. It was only after the Xbox when I got, you know, like would go to LAN parties, I would bring my my OG Xbox. Mm-hmm. It was my Xbox 360. That's when I got like real, like proper internet. Yeah. See, I didn't have when when I first got my 360, I didn't have internet. That was 2006. Yeah, because there was a show called Arena. Late 2005. Do you were on the show Arena? I've heard of it. 
The show arena constantly. That's a G four show, right? That was a tech TV show before, mm. where the, everyone was getting paid in pizza. Oh, Don't, I I heard about that. Yeah, Kevin Pereira and like all those guys. All, all got those paid people were getting paid in just food. Yeah, it I was remember kind that. of insane hearing that uh-huh. situation. But one of the games that they constantly would have on the PC side was Unreal. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, Unreal was huge. Yeah. I mean, I remember talking to my older cousin who was all about just the newest technology for PC. He would go to this stuff and watch these people play Unreal. Yeah. But it just kind of just faltered. Yeah, there I'm, was a resurgence of Unreal in 2004, I think it was. or 2000. Unreal 2003 slash 2004. That, that, that game up, was huge. That game was huge, which is no longer in Steam right now, listeners. <sighs> it's gone. Boo. It's gone. I think it's on the Epic Store. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. I think it's on the Epic Store. Yeah. But that was a huge push for, like, eSports, that Unreal when it came back. Was that game? Mm. Straight up. I just remember there. it it seemed like it was kind of coming back into, like, the spotlight because it came out on the Xbox Mm -hmm. as, like, um, Leander Conflict. It was, like, a single-player type of game, but there was also, like, a multiplayer element to it. Yes, yeah. Then I, I mean, the sad truth is about, like, if it wasn't really honest to God true for people lining up for arcades playing, like, Street Fighter, I don't think this competitive scene, or Mortal Kombat, I don't think the competitive scene for gaming would have really taken off. If because you, that's I what it was. Back then, it used to be a bunch of people would go to the arcades and play certain games and compete against each other. I, I was thinking DDR. Uh, Pro- probably not in the U.S. Dude, I, uh, dude, Soaring Eagle had a DDR competition. Really? The, yeah. The, when back in the three, when the three sixty was out, there was a uh, guitar rock band. There was Halo, Call of Duty at the casino. At the casino. What the hell? I didn't know that. That's, and anyone wants to know that's in Mount Pleasant or Mount Pleasant. Yeah. Because rock band and Guitar Hero was. Yeah, yeah, but I could just see DDR being more of a Japan thing. Yes and no. It was a huge thing when it first came out because people were just dressing up, having fun, doing weird little dance moves on the metal dance pads and watching people do that. I watched a guy dress like like an old man with a cane, and he would do this insane dance. It was fun watching. Then I watched this one guy who was like legit serious, who would gri- like lean against the bar in the back corner of the DDR oh, and thing, then, like kick his feet all over the place, and then he would just kick his feet sure. off all the place, and it was just like it was like watching river dancing, kind of such a, the Irish dancing thing, you know? Yeah, it was insane. It was I, insane. I'm just thinking, I want to see Psy do a, a DDR now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, the next game He'd I just be galloping all over the place. <laughs> yeah, the next game You're I know- doing it wrong. <laughs> You're well, Gangnam, <laughs> Gangnam style. Gun. Oh my god, there you go. Anyway, I'm trying to think of like the next best game that I remember that pushed it was, but it was Call of Duty. Sure, Modern Warfare. Uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah, no Modern Warfare. Or, like, or was it big in COD three? COD I remember three, going to C- Call of Duty League really popped off. I think after Black Ops two. Really? It wasn't Modern Warfare that did it. Oh, Modern Warfare was like big, but like the crowds of people and the teams and stuff like that. Mm. I don't think it really just popped off until, like, after, like, the Black Ops era. After? Yes. So, Ghosts? No, not Ghosts. Like, um, it would probably have been, like, Black Ops 2. Oh. I saw, I was going to watching people compete during Black Ops. When the hell was Black Ops 2? 2016? I don't think it was 2016. I'm going to double check right now. Let me see. I'm not really sure. While we're looking, we're going to take a quick break. Yep. 
I want you to show me if you can get far. Step on the gas. Step on the gas. Step on the brakes. Step on the brakes. Now step on the gas. So what you're saying is Guild Wars 2 ruins everything. Exactly. You said 2012, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I didn't know about any of that stuff because once Don't get me August wrong, 2012 there hit, was, there was a leak and they were falling under as like you no know, MLG, the Major League Gaming. But now they have their own division, like the Call of Duty League, where they have like legit teams with like legit like st- you know states that represent them. Like Opti Gaming has their own thing. There's the New York players. There's Los Angeles, Seattle. They have their own like special jerseys and everything like so that. So you're talking about professional teams. What game kicked off the the start of the Frag Dolls? Um, that was Rainbow Six. Just they just were known. A- they were they were associated with Ubisoft. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm gonna double check right now, but I swear to God, because they hold a record for most like playing like non consecutive like team playing whatever it was. It was for Rainbow Six. Huh. And it wasn't like uh, it was just standard Rainbow Six. It wasn't Vegas. Wasn't no, it was no, no. It was just standard. Like, I think okay. it was standard for like Rainbow Six for like the console. Interesting. Yeah, because the Fragdals. I'm gonna double check right now about that. I mean, are they are they even like still around? No, they they dissipated. Oh, which also uh, I mean, what's her face? Sarkeesian chick. Her company that her um non like sponsor well, her one sponsor corporation is done. There's no money. It's crashed. The feminist, whatever it's called, it's done. The, it lit- the, the feminist, whatever. What? It's it, it was something feminist. Oh, you're talking about Anita Sarkeesian, that BS yeah. that we talked about, like yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Her, couple, couple of years, her, months like, ago. Her whole organization has failed. Oh, it's hilarious. Well, good. It's hilarious. Good. I don't know. Out of the frag dolls, the only one I even remember the name of is Jinx. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody else. That is 100 percent right. That's the only name. That's the. I mean, I know there's other people, but there's other members. But the only one that I remember the name of is Jinx. That's mm-hmm. it. It was Ubisoft. Oh, okay. Fragdolls were a group of girls gamers recruited by, employed by Ubisoft that aimed to promoting games by, made by Ubisoft. Does it say the names? Like, no. Who the members were? No. I'm trying to look up some stuff right now. I, I think. Um. Oh God. What What company was it? Was it Best Buy back in 2000? 10 2012 they had their own special gaming magazine that they had they did yes and i remember frag dolls being sp- like sponsored or something in that magazine one oh, time yeah. and it had like an in-depth thing for wh- whatever the heck they were doing yeah i just thought they were all hot <laughs> no 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 i agree 100 with that i agree 100 with that. like I, I didn't give a shit what they played i was like oh you're hot you're I'll attractive your okay cool. i mean you're learning okay you do you right you know? exactly no but the Call of Duty League situation, like, watching it, like, change, I will say right now, I don't like the Call of Duty League anymore because it's four versus four instead of six versus six. Mm. And I don't feel like you have that, like, insane moments of, like, chaos that I love about Call of Duty when it's six versus six. It's more tactical. It, it's becoming more tactical mm. situation-wise where, like, you're patient. You're going to be, like, you know, almost, like, in What, between- so everybody's camping everything? A lot of times there is a lot of camping when it comes to headquarters. So is it just like really boring to watch? I think Search and Destroy is very boring. Oh. I, uh, watching the league, I will, I, I sound like such a douchebag. I will skip the Search and Destroy part of the league when they're playing them, when they're playing Search and Destroy. I don't like it. 
I don't like it because I, I watched it pick up in the, on the MLG League with original Modern Warfare. Yeah, I mean it was huge. It was got huge. I mean there are crowds like stadium full people just watching that and just watching all the people wearing insane jerseys, the hats, the yelling and screaming. It's like watch. It's like going to a football or baseball game back when I was a kid. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't know. The big thing for me when it comes to uh, tournaments would be Evo. Oh really? Well, yeah, because I mean, fighting fighting games are entertaining to watch and play. No, they are. Like I don't. Like really... I will say this right now: if it wasn't for fighting games and people going up to the arcades and challenging people, and then things picking up, like especially things to Capcom pushing yeah, stuff. Sure. I don't think this would be a thing. I mean, we have to give thanks and praise to the fighting game market yeah, i mean they've, they've got like i mean every single fighting game that you could think of is basically part of a tournament plus they and designed the, the saddest part of all is i would mention this as a tournament league but not anymore because nintendo doesn't give two shits or wants oh to smash be a, a smash right smash was huge and then nintendo constantly well watch my one friend competing in tournaments he was just like oh, nintendo doesn't give a shit does, does splatoon have a competitive scene it did Oh, okay. I don't know anymore if it does or not, but I know there was a there was leagues, and I believe it was like split three three, like three boys, three girls. Huh. So it was like co op kind of situation for like gen- you know. Wait, so there was forced gender mixing on teams? I, if I'm correct, there was three three. The last time I watched the thing happen, it was three boys. Oh, sorry, three men, three girls. You know, three women. And then the other team had three men, three women. Oh, okay. That also happened. There was a little league that happened for Overwatch. Hmm. Where it was three men, three women. Huh. And that's when they actually could pick both the same characters. So there would be two Tracers a lot of times, two Mercies. It was kind of weird. It huh. really was. It was really weird. And they got rid of that. And I think I don't know. I, I still have to be the one big thing about with video games is a lot of people are like, oh, if you're if you're female, you can't you know play football with the men, but with video games it doesn't really matter what gender you are because i mean everybody's on equal playing field you gotta be you, you can't you can't say that a woman All right, can't studies play. have been shown for when it comes to reflexes men have enough a, a faster reaction time than women do really yes that's fucked up i didn't know that they that have gone really against weird. when it comes to, like there was this program gaming that a lot of fps people will practice on since we're going there it's a game where like um, you have to follow the mouse kind of situation and follow it perfectly. Hmm. It practice with your aiming and situation, and they showed that more men have a faster reaction time than do girls. Do Weird. I say that like girls can't compete with the boys in esports? No, I know a lot of women who are fantastic FPS people who are better than me. Yeah, I know a lot of people who used to play in Halo who was phenomenal like popping off on snipers better sniper than i ever was Hmm. but it is very few and far between and i do think how they the organization with when it comes to like women i don't think they are not smart but like how they market them it's kind of fails because league of legends had an all-female team Hmm. and it crashed epically epically they they put them up against the most top tier men in flakes if you looked at their scores of ranking competitively for certain games they were not even near their ranking so why these would they... girls were picked 
for the sole purpose and they went up against people that were way higher caliber. I How know, the hell is that fair? It wasn't fair. Especially and if they have the numbers to back up their there rankings. There was someone, I forgot his name on the YouTube, my friend sent me this, and it talked about like um, certain women in esports, and they talked about this one team. I forgot. It's the League of Legends team, if I'm correct, or Riot. Um, yeah, Riot's League of Legends. Yeah. Right, Riot Games, yeah. Yeah, and this one girl had like this motto that she would say, and... The saddest truth it was is that everyone wouldn't pick on her after they would lose. And hmm. they would use her own words against her. Like, they hyped this team up so much. And if you looked at their individual rankings... So they essentially made a mockery out of the women that played that game? Yes. And huh. I felt really bad. And the team didn't last for more than That's four months. That's incredibly fucking sexist. Well, no, they... That's they so used, dumb. No, they, they, they used their own freaking models. They picked up this team... And they market it so much to a point where, like, they hyped it up so this team way too much, and it just epically crashed and burned. Mm. They weren't a sis- They were bragging that they were a sisterhood. Half the team members didn't get along with each other. I think I, I think you sent me a video about that mm-hmm. a long time ago. Yeah, because I I I've watched a bunch of like female Halo players, and I watched them smoke the living crap out of people. But their rank, what they were ranked by and them going up against this caliber was the same. Mm. Again, I guarantee you, you could find some women that are top tier in in this category, put them together and let them work together and practice team building. I guarantee you they could be a phenomenal team. Yeah. Because there was another team that was part of, I think, CSGO. That was an all-woman's team. And I don't think, I think they won one match. Damn. Out of their entire time being in the league. They were the lowest ranking team. That is messed and up. And I felt bad. That's really weird. I don't know. I'm it, kind a of... team got penalized for how badly they destroyed them. Mm. I just feel like they pick certain women as their attractability than by their skill. Because mm. do you remember that one Overwatch um, player who was a female who was playing for the Shinhain Dragons? Mm. She... She sounds like the most sweetest, kindest person, and she has raw talent and skill, and she got just treated like utter... Are you talking about the lady that was the best Zarya player in the yes. world? Okay. Yes, where a bunch of people called her cheating, demanded that she would play in an isolated room, and half this esports team got dis- dis- disbanded after how they treated her. Huh. And she literally had to talk about like, yeah, I'm going to do my better and eat better so I can, you know, you know, work on myself. And I'm like, oh, she's going to eat better because she wants to make sure that she can perform the best that she can. No, 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 no. It's to help her make her look better. Hmm. They were pushing her to make her look better because there's an all women's Overwatch team <laughs> so in dumb. China. But guess what they all are? Super attractive mm. women. You don't look good enough on camera. Bingo. That's what, and it, that's that's what it comes down that to. That is the problem I'm having when it comes to like certain aspects. There dumb. are so many talented women players. <laughs> it and comes I know back that. to that fucking G4 rant. In joining G4, I was ecstatic to be part of something that I grew up watching as a child. But every time G4 is brought up in various channels, even in this YouTube channel, we have the chat in front of us. I can see you without a doubt 
there will be backlash because I'm not as bangable as the previous host. It's somehow... Talk to him, Frost! It has somehow been expected that you can talk about how much you jerked off to women as a compliment. It's not a compliment. It's weird. It's dehumanizing and it's weird. Women do not exist to be nice on the eyes for you. Morgan Webb, Olivia Munn did not exist to be nice on the eyes for you. Hey, she cooking, y'all. I'm not bangable enough for you with the frost thing. Yes. (laughs) That's essentially what it is. I'm sorry. My thing is this. You're how attractive you are shouldn't matter when you're playing in esports as long as you're the best talent that they have in this game sure i think you should play and i will say this right now wasn't it you that was just telling me something about how that one guy supposedly gained a shitload of weight oh yeah no 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 like yeah are are people making fun of him uh some people have made fun of him yes oh i think what what was his name i don't remember oh make one used to be a skinny mini like me oh okay and he's built a little bit bigger now and like that didn't bother me because i think his performance of how he's played hasn't changed in my opinion Mm. but since he's a bigger now a lot of people have said something some stuff about him yeah mcquin's a great guy i met him he's a he's like a really nice guy Mm. but i that's where i find i have a problem when it comes to the esports aspect especially when it comes to the women's side is blatant sexism yes that's basically what it is i i've seen people who are talented and won't get the the camera look because they're not attractive (laughs) i will tell you right now on that one i've seen it in the halo thing and we have firsthand experience when it comes to the overwatch league and i will say right next to the thing the Overwatch League, when it first took off back in South Korea and parts of the U.S., was really pushing it to take off. Yeah. We watched it when, it, when Overwatch 1 League started up when there was a console side and a PC side. Did they ever try to push Battleborn as a competitive shooter? No, because Battleborn just crashed and epically failed. Oh, okay. Like, when I mean crash and burn, I mean it was a Hindenburg. Like, uh, what other what other games were supposed... What, what other games did they try to push into, like, competitive professional shooters oh, um, that Paladin, failed? Paladins <laughs> was a leak. Really? I can tell you this right now. I actually went to one. Oh. And the catch is, is that it was piss poor managed. Oh. One, Paladins... <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. Paladins came out... Was being produced before Overwatch was. Mm. Okay, right there from the get go. Don't I don't want to hear because people will say like Overwatch was first because it came out first. No, Paladins was first. Huh. Okay, Paladins suffered the moment of like not being a big company like Blizzard. Sure. Okay. Wait, who made Paladins? Was it Gearbox? I don't think it was Gearbox. Oh. No, I can't remember the developer's name. I can actually look at that. Paladins was developed by Evil Mojo and published by High Res Studio. But there was a league tournament. There was, mm. and it was piss poor managed to where like some of the pro players actually had to pay for their own hotel. Damn. Yeah. The, there was problems with like, when it came to like organization. There was problems when it comes to certain things. But I I watched it because I knew people who were into Paladins, and I was like, I'm w- willing to give it that shot because a lot of my friends played Paladins. Yeah. They didn't like Overwatch. They play Paladins. Uh-huh. So I would you know like play with them, and I was like, oh, I'll watch the league with you guys. And there was a push, and I think it lasted for two years, and it failed. Damn. I played a little bit of Paladins. Yeah. I just remember flopping around like I will say this right now, like 
for the Overwatch League itself, its situation, it should have started sooner. When it, when Overwatch came out, it was on fire. The game, everyone, so many people were playing it. So many people were talking about it. Uh, there was pushes for leagues. There was a minor league situation with these players that became from who were from Team Fortress Two. Yeah. And they pushed themselves to be part of this league. So, like, you know, Team Envious, Faz Clan, you know, all that stuff. There was a there was leagues, but they weren't. We weren't doing what South Korea was doing. Mm-hmm. South Korea had a stadium. They had their own Overwatch podiums and cool stuff like that added. They but they pushed it hard. Hmm. Nothing's more insane to me than my one friend who was stationed in South Korea sending me pictures of going to a StarCraft tournament. Sure. Just imagine, like, think of, like, Forge Field, completely packed. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. Completely packed. Right. To watch StarCraft. It's, it's, it's essentially like going to a Metallica concert or something like that and just seeing that many people. No, it is. Watching StarCraft 2 no, or whatever. No, that's what it was. It's like, because I remember when all, when StarCraft was popping off, I always looked at myself. I'm like, man, dude, why don't we do what they're doing? Well, there yeah. is a crowd for this. Sure. And, and I just feel like they kind of stumbled with the Overwatch League. Hmm hardcore because team envious would be became team dallas fuel hmm. optic gaming became the outlaws huh and i forgot faz became i don't remember what faz clan became now i think the valorant the valorant that's yes. what they're called oh. yes i think so i don't quote me on th- surprised that the developers of that game didn't get sued for stealing that name or something like that i don't know but i don't know I just stood here watching because even Andrew was agreeing with me. He's like, dude, it's all up to what we do here. Because, you know, like we can say it, it can be popular in, in South Korea and they have enough people to where the, those stadiums will be full. It's up to like what we do in the how things are being treated in the U.S. And I think it, it faltered. Mm. It faltered hard. One, Blizzard being stupid of how they, you know, treating the game. Oh, let's just be blatantly. Which game? Overwatch? Overwatch. Oh. Overwatch. Again, I wish Paladins was still a league, but again, it was piss poor managed. And because I think what they had more Paladins had more characters come out than Overwatch did, yeah. more maps being made, and they had a neat idea with the card system. Card system? There was cards. You could have up to like I think four, four or five cards if I remember correctly, and it had abilities for like regen. So huh. if you were playing a healer, you would want to you know cards for like special abilities there would be other cards for like resistance and stuff like that and then you also had things that every part of the match you could go into from defense faster speed on your horse to get to the area um you know bleed destroy shields there was way more going on than it was for overwatch sure but then again look let me look at the overwatch league right now again they're, they pretty much confirmed that thanks to the overwatch league failing pve is the reason why like we didn't get it yeah which sucks because the overwatch league when it first popped off and they had their teams when they showed off the jerseys they showed off the you know the emblems for each one of the teams people were excited stadiums were getting full and then it's just a lackluster of just taking care of of something that is a gold mine and Overwatch 1 was a goldmine. What you looking at? I'm trying to figure out if there's like a definitive list of like uh, competitive shooters that basically failed. 
there's a lot like there was that one shoot mania that one was supposed to be big but i remember that flopping pretty much instantaneously there's another one i don't remember the i don't remember what the fuck the name of it was but i remember people jumping around on rooftops it's it's a fairly recent oh, it was shooter. Ubisoft's. It I was Ubisoft's yeah, version fuck, of what the fuck was that called? I'll, I'll look right now. But I remember it, the big thing with that I think was grappling hooks and like rooftop jumping, and it was a competitive shooter. Lawbreaker. No, not no. Not, Lawbreaker had grappling hooks and jumping off things like that too. Oh, I thought it was something else. I could have swore it was called something else, but I don't remember uh, what that one was. And then they hyperscape. I, it was hyperscape. Called. Hyperscape. That's the one that I'm thinking of. That one I thought was supposed that to be it, huge, that, and it failed. And so we can go into this stuff right now, because as of right now, the biggest like stadium pleasers right now for the U.S., CSGO, Apex, and Fortnite, those fill stadiums. One of the biggest esports things happening for like Fortnite was in New York at a football stadium, and it was packed. Damn. Packed. Uh, well, the- I mean, I remember, I, was it a fort? What the hell is Dr. Disrespect known for? He was known for a lot of things. Is he big things. into Fortnite? He was big into... He played Fortnite. He's played Call of Duty. He's played CSGO. He plays Apex. Huh. I mean, remember... I, he think, used, I think they just referred to him as a, as a just a, a streamer, but like I brought up in the last episode when he got called out on the Jumbotron yeah. at that football game. Yeah. No, he was known for FPS. Because okay. he's a huge fan of SPS because again, but they, but they don't say uh, Fortnite Fortnite player, Fortnite streamer. Like like if they were to call out Ninja, they would call him out for Fortnite. Correct. But Doctor Disrespect. Even know is just, that Ninja got you know, really noticed for Halo. Really? Yeah, he, I know him the, as the Fortnite guy. No, he played Halo. Oh, he was part of Cloud Gaming. Huh. His team. Interesting. I think Cloud Nine. I think they're called. Oh. I mean, because Ninja was like, Ninja would pop off because, again, Ninja is from Michigan. Yeah. He's from Detroit. And one, I will say a shout out to this one player. His name is Victory X. What a nice guy. From Michigan, worked a full-time job, and still was able to make time to compete in Halo tournaments. Mm. And he was like the team captain for, you know, working with Ninja. He kind of was the one who kind of like helped Ninja pop off. Because Ninja had a problem. If you were losing by a lot, Ninja would kind of falter and fail. Yeah. That's what it was. I kept trying to think of what that dude's name was. I kept calling him lethal- Lethality, but it's not lethal. It's Fatality. Oh, with a with a one. Yes, yes, I know who you're talking he about He was now. like a hyper-famous competitive uh, shooter player. For Unreal, in, wasn't what, it? What, fucking 2004? Yeah, but it was Unreal, though, wasn't yeah, it? But yeah, I think, but I think he was like the first celebrity. I'm using quotations. quotations but he like, was like, he was like for the first oh, yeah. famous dude yeah. for gaming, I think. Well, I will say one thing right now is like things for like rankings and then winnings will never be the same as it was back in the early 2000s situation. No one's going to ever beat Ogre 2's record for wins. No in, one. In Halo? Well, no, just for, like, esports-wise, for all the competitions that he's competed in. Oh. Again, I, I mean, like, it's... With the access to the internet, your access... Ability to find better talent and people who are amazing is higher. Sure. Back then, it used to be just people hopping in, land party tournaments, going to places, and getting noticed. Sure. Now, with thanks to the internet, you can pop off and see this one kid who's, like, 
17 and about to turn 18 who's on fire for this game and you can try to recruit him for your team right i'm just thinking a danny devito dude hey kid how would you like to be a star you want to be a star you want to play some overwatch league exactly because i will say right now with the overwatch league i was excited for it because i was actually going well, I, re- on- I remember when i lived at the o- other place i was watching the overwatch league every day i was watching the tournaments before like when they were team envious and all this other stuff but again I know for a bona fide fact that several people who know these people that were working with them and talking to them, a lot of them got their fame and notice for Team Fortress 2. Sure. And so many of them just did this. I wish I could go back to Team Fortress. Like they straight up like Shadowburn got noticed for his soldier with the rocket launcher flying around. That's why he always would play Farah because he got his known for being that style character. Uh There was... Tymoon, I think his name was. Yep. He was known for being a sniper, playing the sniper on Team Fortress 2. And he, countless times he was just like, I wish I could just go back to Team Fortress 2. Is Shawl a shooter player? I can't remember if I don't he's remember. in the shooters or not. Shawl's really big on Twitch. Yeah. I don't remember what he plays. Yeah. But I just wish the Overwatch League was... I feel like Blizzard kind of screwed it up for themselves by like not treating like this like as a, a treasure trove of like getting people excited for to play this game mm. and just faulting on all this junk same thing mm. goes for like bungie everyone thought that destiny was going to be a huge thing when it comes to shooters and I mean, it didn't it, 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 and it didn't though i was just thinking it kind of was don't they didn't they have like a large player base for like the longest oh, time? they had a huge player base they had like their own like league and everything like that from from under the mlg and stuff huh. like that. I mean, like, even another one that you want to talk about, a game that faltered and disappeared was the freaking Gears of War. Well, yeah. Gears of War had its own league, and it was Cl- huge. It, it was funny. Cliffy B was actually on one of one of the social media platforms, Twitter, whatever the threads thing is, where he was talking about if he were to make another Gears of War, it would be based off of, like, current politics. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of <laughs> I wish he would come back to work on it. I really do. Yeah. He, he was just saying something about... Say what you want um, about Cliffy yeah. B. He knew how to make a game. Sure. He knew how to make a game, and I respect him for that. I really do. Yeah. All I remember is... um, t- uh, what was it? Games Radar, where they found him in a bathroom, and they called him a shitting Dracula. Yeah. Yeah, they had pictures of him drying his hands and, like, freaking out about how hot it was. Yeah, yeah. They were, like, playing it up. Yeah, it was, it was I funny. remember that. That was funny. Good times. Uh, the only other game that I know that really is kind of insane that has popped off again is Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. There is a league and everything for it. It's pretty impressive. Huh. That game came out, I think, was it 2016 or 17? Something like and that, And it yeah. keeps getting updates. And then it's like, wow, Ubisoft, like, good for you. Because yeah. For Honor had its own league and it failed <laughs> epically. That's funny. They had a free weekend. I think this was mm-hmm. a free weekend for For Honor. It's on Game Pass. Oh, I don't know. It was on the Ubisoft, know, Ubisoft I'm just, app. I'm just telling you this right now. Like, I kind of hope that X Defiant pops off. Like, mm. I hope. I, I'm praying to God it X Defiant pops off because I really want Activision to be sweating because I'm tired. I'm pissed off at Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm pissed off. Huh. The, the rapid cheating in comp is stupid. It's stupid. Hmm. Like, I remember people lag slitching me in Halo for a competitive. Yeah. And I just like, you guys are just douches. How sad do you have to be huh. to win a game 
and she. Uh, you, you, you say, I mean, switching gears for a second, but you, you say lag switch, and I immediately think of the 360 days when you're playing at a console and you're talking about lag switches. There's now developers coming out saying that the 360, or not the 360, the that thing, what the fuck's that called? Series S yeah. is, the Series S is now holding games back so much that developers are actually getting pissed at Microsoft because they have to figure out how the hell to get their games to run on that box. Oh no, I already read that report. They already, cause that was something I just didn't want to get the S for is because... Like, originally, like, so many of my friends who were working for video game companies were saying that, like, no, dude, the S is, is only going to be a good thing for a little bit. I bought the if S was, because I was trying to be cheap at the time, wait, no, but yeah, then I bought an but, X and I'm just well, like, whatever. No, the, the S, you couldn't get an X. That was the problem. You could get S's. Oh, that's true. But you could not get that's an true. X. That's true. There was that shortage, right? Because everyone wanted the Xbox X. Yeah. Because they already stated that, like, hey, you know... A couple years down the line, the S with if it, if it isn't with cloud gaming, that's why the S the way it is is for cloud gaming. Mm. Let's just be blatantly obvious: it's cloud gaming. For for me right now, the Xbox Series S is simply a Diablo streaming box. I play it for Diablo Four. Yeah, but again, that's it. But I'm just saying though, right now it's like later on the line. If you still have this, and this is the only console you have, if you don't have Game Pass, then it's gone. A lot of developers are not going to really want to make this. Your game's not going to pop off or play right, in my opinion, later down the line. Well, I mean, developers right now, or the console developers, are actually talking about how like each system's going to be doing upgrades. Mm-hmm. Look, they're, they're talking about we're, PS5 uh, There's Pro already and... going to be a free download upgrade for the Xbox. That's going to fix uh, for the X. Huh? For free. It's a download. It's automatically going to happen. You can't download a, a something and make your console better. That's what Microsoft said they're doing. You can't download more RAM. You can't download a new I'm processor. I'm just telling you right now that Microsoft says they're going to try to do something to then fit, you know, to uh, make your Xbox perform better. What I'm telling you right now. About? I'll see if I can find <laughs> the it. The hell are they talking about? That's dumb. I'll see what I can talk about because there was something like that going on. I mean, the, even even if that was so, it was a thing that was they were going to do. Like I've been waiting for at least a month for their uh, UI upgrade, and mm-hmm. I still haven't got it. Yeah. Their their UI update that you I think you have it on your console. I don't mm-hmm. have it on mine yet. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm still waiting for it. Yeah. The damn thing still hasn't updated. Yeah. But yeah, developers have been like calling Microsoft out saying that the the Series S is holding them back and they're legitimately getting pissed that they have to take so much time to try and get games to run on the the little white box. Yeah. Which is kind of nuts. I think that's hilarious. Um, Do you have any other esports games that you can talk about? Because again, uh, I was watching the Apex League and you saw how crowded that stadium was and how big, how many teams they had playing there. Yeah, sure. Which is insane. Just the thing about like, the logistics just to make that work. How is uh, Street Fighter Six working for esports? I actually have not watched any like competitive fighting leagues in a very long time. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched anything either. The last time I was watching a but, competitive like league and going to things was during Marvel vs. Capcom Two. Yeah, oh, well, that was a long time ago. Yeah. What is that? Two thousand eleven? Mm-hmm. Something like that. That was a long time ago. Marvel vs. Capcom Two. New Age of Heroes released February 20th, 2000. Yeah, in terms of other competitive stuff, I, I'm not really sure. Because as of right now, like the huh. biggest crowd pleaser for the U.S. alone that I know of is Call of Duty League, mm. Apex, Fortnite. That brings in the crowds. Sure. 
That's what I noticed now. I was messing around with Fortnite a little bit, trying to figure out if I could, like, I, I need to figure out how the hell to max that game out in terms of graphics. Mm-hmm. Because they do something specific that's supposed to really push hardware somehow, and I, I want to do that so I can test out my uh, PC in terms of performance. Because there are games coming out now that use Unreal Engine 5, and I'm kind of afraid that my computer is not going to be able to keep up with it anymore. My PC is just not strong enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got, I've got a Ryzen 5 with a 3080, and apparently this new game, Immortals of Avium, that's coming out in like two weeks, I'm not going to be able to play it on my PC. Ah. I can play it on this laptop because this laptop has like a faster processor, but I have a 3600 plus or. X 3600X and apparently you need a 37 or higher to run at minimum spec and it's just like what so you're telling me I have to spend anywhere between two and four hundred dollars to upgrade my processor just to play your fucking game what the hell Mm -hmm. like either it's poorly optimized or it's just like uh, utilizing Unreal Engine 5 so much that you're just gonna have to have a monster in order to play it yeah, and it kind of pisses me off. Like, if, if my computer can't run that game, how the fuck is a console supposed to? I don't know. That's like really a good question because, like, when Armor Core comes out, which I'm getting it, I don't know what the specs on that are. Uh, it looks graphically impressive, and I'm just kind of standing here going, like, you know, like, is this going to be like Final Fantasy 16? What is that game called? Armor Core Six. Uh, minimum specs for Armored Core um, Ryzen Three. That's uh, nothing. And a, what the, a GTX 960? That's, that is low. Really? Uh, you can run Armored Core 6 on a potato. It looks, like, <laughs> graphically, like, it looks insane. That's, that's, that's insane. Yeah, but, like, this, this Immortals of Avian thing, I've been kind of doing a little bit of research trying to figure out, oh, I've actually got this pulled up right now. Uh, minimum requirements for Immortals, you need a... Intel i7 9700 or a Ryzen 7 3700X. I have a Ryzen 5 3600X. So that's where my bottleneck is. My processor can't handle it. 16 mm-hmm. gig, 16 gigs of RAM. Uh, RTX 30, or 2080, which I have a 3080, so I could do that. And then storage is 110 gigs, which is like whatever. But that processor just kind of blew me away. It's like, really? I have to legitimately upgrade my processor in order to play your game? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, next podcast, we could actually talk about all the fail, like, games that were supposed to be, like, you know, killers. Failed games that were supposed like, like to be Like, Lawbreakers, kill- dude. Like, when Lawbreakers and Overwatch 2 came out, and then the other game that was... Lawbreakers, to me, was like a silent fart. <laughs> it's just like, it, it released, and it was just like... Eh? Well, here was the thing that like, I, I thought was funny. I nothing about well, that game. Well, not just that. Like, no, it wasn't really that. It was watching... People get so excited when Cliffy B came out with a game talking about it, and then all of a sudden it showed the gameplay, and everyone was like, "Dude, I'm getting Unreal 2004 vibes." And then the game came out, and people were playing it, and then people were playing it. Yeah, people were. Like, I, I never heard anything oh, the about beta. that game. I watched people play the beta and stuff like that. For oh, it. I play. I downloaded the beta because I think you told me it was out, and I was yeah. like, "This game's fucking hard." It was. <laughs> the game was very Everyone difficult. Everyone said the same damn thing. This is way too sweaty and twitchy. 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 It was twitchy as shit. Well, Overwatch was just the standard with unique characters and abilities that you could, tr- you know, play around with. And there was Lawbreakers that was graphically... Lawbreakers is basically 360 no-scope the game. 
And I have a hat from that game too, Lawbreakers. Uh. I bought it because I was excited for Cliff B's next game. Like, what was the name of the game that was Cops and Robbers? Oh, there was a bunch. There's been a bunch. There was a big one that was like Cops and Robbers, but it was competitive shooter. I can't payday? remember what the no, it was something else. It was it was more realistic than Payday. It wasn't clown masks and shit. It was like a legitimate Cops Whoops. and Robbers game. Yeah, I mean Lawbreakers. Law I never, I didn't hear anything about it until you said something. I played it for like two seconds and said this game is going to be way too fucking hard for me. I immediately uninstalled it. We all did. <laughs> like, did you buy it? No, it was a beta. I remember playing it and just doing this and like, this isn't for me. Like, but this is like something that I don't, I don't like. I brought up Immortals of Avium um, because I was gonna, I was gonna buy that one. Uh, I might be able to play it on here, so I might I might still end up buying that when it comes out. But uh, I did pick up the other one, Atlas Fallen. I actually pre-ordered that, and I'll be getting that on PlayStation Five this this upcoming Friday. I don't know when this podcast is going to go out. I might just work on it now and launch it before uh, the end of the night tonight. Mm-hmm. But um, Atlas Fallen, getting that on Friday next week or this week, and then Immortals comes out. I think at the end of next week. Yeah. Maybe. And then I pre-ordered and paid off Spider-Man. I'm getting the collector's edition for Spider-Man 2. I'm getting Starfield, which I uh, ordered through um, PC, the Xbox app, which means I can play it on console, too. Apparently, it's got, like, Xbox Play Anywhere, which means yes. you can play it on both console and PC with one copy. Yes. Didn't and they say that you could play, like, with, like you're streaming with your phone? Didn't they say something like that? Yes. Play play anywhere means you can stream. Yeah, that's kind of insane. And then I'm also getting what was the what was the last one? I can't remember what the last one was. There was something else. I don't remember what it was. Okay. But I am getting a bunch of different games. Yeah. Oh, uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Waiting for that one. That one's going to be fun. That's the spiritual successor to Jet Set Radio. Is it really? Yeah, it's coming out this month. For everything? For steam and switch okay oh i might have to get in the switch and then, I'm, I'm, is I've, it the same shell shaded yes yes okay then sweet okay yep okay. and it, it's got insane jet set radio future vibes to it oh like my God, that's that's that what game. i'm looking into it's made by yeah. sega correct or is it i don't know who's making this okay because sega's the one who made those games yeah i don't know who's making this i don't remember the oh, developer okay. yeah so pretty much that's all I have to really talk about. If there is an esports game that you know that has popped off that I did not say, please email us, man. Tell us. What's the email address? It's Manadrone. <laughs> email at Manadrone. Where do you, where do you what? Gmail. Manadrone yeah. podcast at oh, gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, find the podcast, manadrone.podbean.com. Uh, I wonder if I could say that any weirder. Manadrone.podbean.com. Good God. Say it faster. <laughs> Can you say it faster? No, because then I would just turn to Boomhauer, man. Boomhauer? They have no idea what we're talking about. I guarantee listeners are like, who's Boomhauer? I guarantee it. I guarantee That's true. It. I mean, I guess King of the Hill is probably like 20 years old at this point. It's older than that. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. It came out when I was a kid. It's like, what, 1996? I want to say, yeah. Probably something like that. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah. Minnie um, Kalen wants to bring it back and be the one who does it. Who? Mindy Kalen, the one who made that terrible Velma show. She is in the process of trying to get um, to be in charge of that. The King of the Hill reboot. What's her last name? Mindy Kalen, I think I'm saying it that, right. That's her That's her last name. I knew I, it was Mindy because I think she had a, a TV show. She had a TV show. I she, think. 
She's worked on. Was a bunch she of- on The Office? Is that yes. who I'm thinking? Okay. Yeah, she right. was on The Office. She was that crazy girlfriend who would not let that one guy break up with her. Yeah. Uh, fuck. What was his name in that show? Ryan. Yeah, but you know who I'm talking about, though, right? At least yeah. you know who you're talking about. Okay. Sure. But yeah. That's all I really have to talk about. Again, I got Baldur's Gate thanks to Josh as an early birthday gift. Oh, yeah. So I will be playing that. Um, I'm not going to lie. I've been really just been seeing what my PC can do. I've been playing a lot of Dark Tide. Hmm. I love it. I love Dark Tide. What the? I'm curious now. What the hell are the um, system requirements for Dark Tide? Looking it up. Minimum specs. 64-bit. Windows 10. Uh, Ryzen 30. What? That's nothing. Graphics 97. Dark Side's nothing. Or, uh, Dark Tide's nothing. Dark a- anything can run Dark Tide. You can run it on a 970. A 970 came out in like what 2015. Mm-hmm. So you can run that on a potato. You need to, you need to find a game that'll really push your computer. I'm think I, I'll look for one. I gotta see what, what I have in my library. If anything will push it, push it. You know, Cyberpunk 2077 with RTX everything might. I hate to say it. I have it on the console. Oh. I have my. I might just buy that. I've, I've been playing Cyberpunk a lot on the PC I'll lately. I'll keep an eye on it. I'll put it on my um, what, my wish list for the PC side, and I'll just buy it on the PC just to try it out then because I have it for the Xbox. Uh. Because remember, I had it for the Xbox One when I first played it and just had nothing but problems. Sure. And then there was the upgrade for free when you have the X, and I have yeah. the X, and playing it now on that is yin and yang, and it's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, Atlas Fallen coming up next. Uh, I've also got Bomber Rush Cyberfunk, which should be out uh, shortly after, or like on the same day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Immortals of Avium. I think my, my, I think my laptop can handle it. Um, I'm not really sure about my, my my PC. And then this is, well, the, uh, one month from now, it's either September 6th or September 2nd is Starfield. And I'm getting that also. I got the um, I already, ultimate yeah, edition. I downloaded mine in situation for Starfield with situation, so I'm excited. Yep. And then, you can like go after other spaceships and steal the people, steal the spaceships in the game. Really? So you could be a pirate? Yes. Oh. You, I guess, from what they showed, like you can dock into another person's space, like an, an, an NPC spaceship, and take it. My biggest thing is, in most of the trailers, what you see ma- the majority of the time is a dude in a, in a space suit. Uh, that's my biggest worry: is the whole tire, what's it called, No Man's Sky situation, where you go to a planet and it's bearing and it's dead. Like that's I, what scares I me. I wonder if Bethesda will give you the option to use transmog on your gear to make it so that you don't always look like you have a spacesuit on. I don't know about that one. So far, all footage has shown spacesuits. It, it, would, it would not all footage, but it would be immersion breaking, the, I think. The catch is this, is if you're in a planet that can sustain life, I don't see you wearing the spacesuit. Well, I don't think you do because there is yeah. some spots. Yeah. But now, if you wear, if you're in a planet that has no air and stuff like that, yes, spacesuit, yeah. yeah. Sure, like I'm imagining, there's probably going to be things where you can mine like asteroids too, mm-hmm. possibly. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, all I'm the Expanse episode one came out for the point click adventure from tell, the new Telltale's. Yep. So I'm probably going to pick that up too and just give that a whirl. And Phantom Liberty is supposed to be out at some point too. Oh, <laughs> for Cyberpunk. Right. That's why I've been going hard on Cyberpunk. Is that so the can... D- How much is that DLC going to cost? Thirty. That's not bad. I think it's 30 bucks. I pre-ordered it a long time ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, that should be it. Until next time, I'm Josh. I'm Adam. Bye-bye. And what are we going out on? <laughs> Man. 
can we go out with some like halo music I'm, we can i wonder if there's any like good uh, remixes or something i mean like i wonder what the, i wonder if i could find the theme music to halo for for um for the for the show oh i wonder if i can find like the theme to the halo show i don't know what it even is me either i'm not really sure i don't I'm know not. what i don't know what the music was Which like apparently in season two is done yeah i i want it <laughs> bye Seven. Can anyone hear me? Over. Isolate that signal. Master Chief, you mind telling me what you're doing on that ship? Sir, finishing this fight.